Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Paul. And today I'm going to be addressing a very interesting question which came up two weeks ago when I was talking with someone about health and wellness and what things can they do in their everyday life to really take the next step forward in their health and wellness journey. And so one of the things that I mentioned was the idea around probiotics. So today, I really want to address the question around our ability to not only improve our health, but we're also going to talk about unlocking secrets of gut and brain health at the same time. You know, one of the things that's so interesting about probiotics is that it's really been in the news a lot over the past several years, but it actually is not a new concept. And we'll get into why that is, but over the past three or four decades, there's been a lot of research and work done on probiotics. That work has been all around the world. In particular, one country that's done a lot with that is Japan. And there's a company in Japan you may know about called Yakult. Yakult makes many products, but one of the things that they also do is research on probiotics. Now, I did want to mention that there is an important connection. The connection that we're talking about is really obviously between probiotics and your gut health, and then the connection between your gut and every other system in your body. One of the things I want to start out by talking about is really trying to understand what probiotics are. Probiotics are live microorganisms, meaning they are really bacteria. When they're given very specific amounts, you can actually get a health benefit from them. One of the things that we consider probiotics to be are good or friendly bacteria. There are common types of these friendly bacteria like lactobacillus or lactobacilli and bifidobacterium is another one. You can look in your yogurt labels or other food labels, and you can often find these listed in the labels themselves. They also can be found in fermented foods, things like kimchi or other fermented foods. The other thing I want to mention, though, is when you are shopping, do take a look at the labels because some labeling now does include the actual names of these microorganisms or these bacteria. You can see that they are probiotic strains typically. The other thing I want to mention is that when you are talking about gut health and we're talking about probiotics, it's not just yogurt that has the lactobacillus or bifidobacterium or other probiotic strains. There's other foods now that we can take. And even, of course, you probably heard that there are many supplements available that contain these unique probiotic strains. The other thing I want to mention is that we know for sure from the research that's been done that probiotics play a critical role in enhancing our immune response. We have found that they can actually reduce inflammation. They can also help strengthen the immune system by helping you fight off specific pathogens. So, just to put it simply, in the gut, when you have friendly bacteria growing, it doesn't leave a lot of room for those bad bacteria, the ones that are going to cause disease, to grow and thrive. So, by taking a probiotic, you're actually fostering the growth of good bacteria and helping to tamp down the ability of those bad bacteria to grow. That's very important because when we talk about changes in our health, we know for sure that during the winter season, there are some bacteria and some viruses even that can cause disease. Sometimes in the summertime, we see exposure at the beach to things like E. coli. We also know that H. pylori can be a very active gut pathogen. We have seen some studies looking at the ability of probiotics to tamp down these other pathogens, and in fact, it looks like they can do that. The other thing I want to mention is that we do now understand that the microbiome is extremely important for our overall health. And what is the microbiome? It's simply that collection of bacteria or commensals that are in our gut. It could be in our gut, but other organ tissue as well. It could be our skin, in our mouth, 
the microbiome is really everywhere on your body, inside and out. And so one of the things that we talk about when we're talking about probiotics is being able to manipulate or modify our microbiome, especially in the gut. Of course, you probably have heard too that there are some skin creams and other cosmetic preparations that have probiotics in them. This is an effort to try to regulate those bacteria that are on your skin as a way to improve your overall skin health as well. When we talk about this gut-brain axis, we're really talking about the linkage between our gut, meaning our gastrointestinal tract. That's everything from your stomach down to your colon and everything even above that, including the esophagus technically. But the real connection typically we consider to be between the small intestine or the large intestine and the brain. One of the reasons for that is that there's signaling between the gut and the brain that can occur. And when that is modified or influenced, it can be influenced in either a positive direction or a negative direction. So we feel that probiotics right now may have the potential to improve not only our gut health, but actually our brain health, our mental health. And that's why that connection between the gut and the brain and that axis is so important. It's really quite amazing when you think about it because the, one of the connections, of course, in our central nervous system between the gut and the brain is through the vagus nerve. This is one of the longest cranial nerves that we have. This connection actually helps to send signals from our brain or our central nervous system into our gut, and that can change gut motility, that can change the way our gut functions, even it can change the chemicals that are released into our gut or in our gut. That's one of the reasons why when we talk about gut health, one of the things that's so important to know is that we do have a lot of hormones acting in the gut, and there's a lot of neurotransmitters there as well. So what that means is that with the gut and brain communicating through these various hormones and neurotransmitters, we can actually see changes that may affect affect our gut health and then our brain health as well. For example, a lot of the body's serotonin, serotonin is a major neurotransmitter in the body. It's one that can be associated with mood or, and happiness. It's actually produced in the gut. Serotonin and other neurotransmitters can actually influence not only our gut motility and the function of the gut, but we know for sure that serotonin levels affect our mood, behavior, and mental health overall. So when we think about the gut-brain axis too, we want to make sure we understand this immune system and inflammation connection. One of the things that we know is that the gut-brain axis is influenced by immune system cells. The immune cells in the gut can actually send signals that affect the brain function, particularly through inflammatory cytokines. When we see a situation in people where they have chronic inflammation, that chronic inflammation can be in the gut, and that's been linked to various mental health issues, including depression, anxiety, and also this entire connection really highlights the importance of being able to regulate our immune system in this gut-brain axis, really focusing on another key role that the probiotics can have, and that is to modulate or make sure that we have a good balance between the gut bacteria so we have positive influences on our brain as well. So one of the things I'd like for you to do as we go forward in your next several days and weeks is take a look at what you are eating. Number one, take a look at what you are taking for supplements and see if you do have any probiotic strains in the intake that you're having, either food through yogurt or other foods or through supplements. Why is that important? Because we want to take a look at what we're consuming. And if we are taking probiotics, we want to understand what they are. 
what are the specific organisms, what are the strains that we're taking. We know that these are live organisms, so what that means is that when you take them in by mouth, they actually go into the gut and they will replicate, they will make copies and they will grow in your gut. And so that friendly bacteria growing up in your gut is good, lactobacillus, bifidobacterium. When we see those growing in the gut, it really squeezes out the bad pathogenic bacteria. So for example, if you're traveling and you're going overseas and somehow you get exposed to a bacteria in food that may be contaminated, if you are taking a probiotic, that bad bacteria may have less chance to grow up in your gut and therefore cause disease like diarrhea. So that could be a really good thing if you're traveling too. Probiotics we know act in the gut. The gut microbiome is very, very diverse. There's billions of bacteria in your gut and everyone's microbiome is different. One of the things that they have been doing research on is looking at the microbiome of people that live together. And typically what happens is that those people that live together tend to develop a microbiome that can look more similar than not. But if you go to your neighbor down the street, you actually may find that they have a very different microbiome. And if we travel across the world, we could likely see a great variation in these microbiomes in the gut. So one of the things that's important to know too is that we want to be able to provide that immune system with every advantage. You know, one of the things I've talked about as we get older is that we do see waning immunity. The immune system does age over time. And what that means is that we could become more susceptible to diseases that we were not susceptible to when we were younger. As a result, if you think about the potential for probiotics to protect your overall health, not only your gut health, but just your general health as we get older, there's great potential there. And that's one of the things that's being looked at right now in active research. Those neural pathways that I mentioned, by the way, it really is important because we have an entire nervous system network in our gut. You could call it the enteric nervous system. That enteric nervous system has a large network from top to bottom in your gut, but it's also talking with your brain. And as a result of that, we have that direct neural connection. We have a hormonal connection. We have connection through cytokines between the gut and the brain. And that's a really good thing because we want to make sure that all our systems are in balance are checking on each other, and that communication internally is very, very important. If we lose that communication, then that's where we can get into trouble. And I can point to a couple key examples. One example is diabetes, where we know that in diabetics, they can sometimes get disruption of that nervous signal, nervous system signal in the gut. It can often lead to dysmotility. Dysmotility is a abnormal motion in the gut, meaning your gut is not moving with that peristaltic action. The peristalsis that we talk about in medicine is just that wave of contraction of muscles going from top to bottom normally in your gut. If we become diabetic and we have uncontrolled blood sugar, we can often see that people's gut does not start to work quite well. And in fact, there's some conditions, some diabetics will get something we call gastroparesis. Gastroparesis is really kind of a paralysis of the stomach wall. The stomach is a muscle, of course, and it's able to move, but if it's not able to move properly in diabetics, for example, you can actually get a situation where your stomach is not emptying food as it normally would. And that's not a good thing to help move the contents of your food and your stomach downstream into the small intestine and then the large intestine. So we really need that continuous motion, and that's so important. One of the things I did want to mention, too, is that when we talk about modulation of neurotransmitters in the gut-brain axis with 
probiotics. It's certainly important to know that we can regulate inflammation, we can regulate the immune system. But the other thing we want to make sure we talk about is that these probiotic strains can be helpful in producing important neurotransmitters like GABA and serotonin. These can actually modify the way that we feel in a very, very direct way in literally every day. So if we can control inflammation, if we can boost our immune system, if we can regulate neurotransmitters, if we can maintain good mental health through probiotics, this could really be a gigantic game changer. And finally, I need to mention a couple more things that can happen with probiotics. One is that this gut-brain axis plays a key role in our body's response to stress. In fact, probiotics can actually help regulate this response to stress. And so if we can reduce the impact of stress on both our gut health and our mental well-being, it could be transformative in the way that we're operating every day for our health, and meaning you're going to have much better health over the long term. One thing to know is that we have stress literally every day in our lives. It can have a really negative impact on our gut health. Many of you have probably seen that. You had stress gastritis or a stress ulcer, peptic ulcer disease. But anxiety and stress can also lead to irritable bowel syndrome. IBS or irritable bowel syndrome is a really, really important disease because it can be devastating. It can change your lifestyle completely. It can mean that it makes it difficult to work or just function day to day. So IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, is a very serious condition. We're hoping in the future to learn more about how probiotics can really help and have a major impact on reducing the clinical effect of IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Of course, we want to take into account these other things that we've mentioned before in the podcast. One is certainly mindfulness practices. So that means things like meditation, yoga, deep breathing exercises, which I love. These are all important as a package to manage stress in our lives. But when we're thinking about the gut-brain axis and introducing the positive bacteria in our gut, there's also a potential role there to help modulate or reduce our stress levels. Certainly diet and lifestyle go together too. We want to make sure we're getting a good diet rich in not only the probiotics, but also prebiotics. These help induce a milieu or a condition environment in your gut where you're actually be more likely to grow those beneficial bacteria. And that's exactly what we want to do. So I attended a meeting recently with the International Probiotic Association, and they were very, very positive that in the future, there's going to be a lot more attention on prebiotics and probiotics together at the same time. Very important for overall gut health. And now, of course, for our brain health or mental well-being. So let me just summarize one key thing right now. We know that gut-brain axis and that communication between our gut and brain is a vital communication pattern. This network is critical, and that's where the probiotics are likely influencing both our gut health, overall health, and our brain health too. It does appear that probiotics have the potential to impact mental health in a very positive way. We don't know exactly all the mechanisms that are taking place right now. It's still pioneering research. It's on the cutting edge of science right now, but we're beginning to see much more attention to this because people realize how important mental health is to everyone in the world. It's getting a lot more attention which is great. I do want to mention too that as we go forward in our lives, if we can integrate probiotics into our daily lives, that's something to think about. Do take a look at labels when you go to the grocery store or the market and take a look at the supplement labels as well. And one of the things that you're going to be looking at is not only the names of the probiotics and write them down or take a picture of it, but also look at the products you have at home 
and consider the bacteria that you're taking in as a probiotic there as well. We want to make sure that we understand exactly what we're taking. And also, if you can consult with your doctor who may know a little bit about probiotics, that would be great because they could potentially give you some advice on what would be a good probiotic for you given some of your other health conditions. And I'd be happy to talk to you offline about those questions as well. I wanted to just end by mentioning a couple things that are important. One is that there's a bacteria called Lactobacillus acidophilus. This has been one of the most common probiotic strains. It's in yogurt, it's in kefir, it's in fermented foods as well. And we know that it can enhance nutrient absorption. So when the gut wall is behaving well and when the gut wall is happy, it's going to absorb more nutrients, which is great for you. Lactobacillus acidophilus can also help in lactose digestion, and so it prevents also some infections that may occur in the gut. And also, it can be helpful in preventing some vaginal infections as well. Another strain, it's Lactobacillus rhamnosus, is an important strain it's found in dairy foods, probiotic supplements, and it's known for preventing and treating GI infections and diarrhea. So that's one of the reasons I take it is if I'm traveling, I make sure that I have these strains in my supplement or in my yogurt because I like to be able to avoid any diarrhea when I'm traveling or other gut issues. Another big one that's been under research is Lactobacillus casei that helps support your digestive health, enhances the immune function activates T-cells, we think, as well, and that can actually be very, very helpful. You know, when you're taking an antibiotic, could be for a strep throat, or it could be for a pneumonia condition. Those antibiotics are, of course, very important, but they can alter your gut health by killing off some of the good bacteria or normal bacteria in your gut. That's why we worry when we give antibiotics to people that they may get an antibiotic-associated diarrhea or colitis. One of the reasons why probiotics could have a great role is that by taking the antibiotic, yes, treat your medical condition, but take the probiotic as well, and that will help keep your gut health higher than it would be otherwise, and it will help promote the growth of strains, these beneficial bacteria that we really need to maintain that gut balance. There's many other strains, Bifidobacterium I mentioned, and they are, there's several strains in that group. They also help boost the immune system and help prevent diarrhea in some cases. So a lot more to talk about here. I just want to point out a couple key things that you might want to consider doing as action items going forward. Number one, start incorporating probiotic-rich foods into your diet. So this is things like yogurt or fermented foods even. Number two, do consider a probiotic supplement after consulting with your doctor or your healthcare professional, of course. Make sure that that fits with your overall health plan that you've got going. That's very, very important. Number three, try to work toward maintaining a balanced diet and lifestyle so that you can optimize not only your stress in your life, but help make sure that your gut is working well. That's That means you're taking in lots of fruits and vegetables. You're taking in a probiotic-containing food like a yogurt, and that's going to help maintain your gut health and then directly influence your mental health or brain health. And number four, stay updated on the latest probiotic research. This is challenging to do, but you know you can go to reliable websites. I like Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, Johns Hopkins, University of Michigan, and Academic Medical Center website are often good. NIH has great content as well. 
And if you have any question about where to go for reliable information, just give me a holler, send me an email, or send it to JB at Morning Coach, and they'll be able to point you toward me, and I can get you much more information on this. So for now, take care and make sure you think about probiotics in your diet for your gut and brain health. Thanks so much.